welcome to another episode of Hold My Whistle. Today is July 26th. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we're talking about summer football. We got the Hold My Whistle Heisman Watch. Oh yeah, looking forward to that. And Manny Machado's first week in LA. And I know being where we're located, there's a lot of Dodger fans out there that are really excited about that move. So we'll get into that just a little bit. That was a big pickup for him. Oh, know? yeah. So our area is a little hyped on that. So we'll see, especially after the great run they had last year. Um, but I want to bring something up to you, Sean. Yeah, let's hear I it. know you've been gone, but this is our 10th episode. Oh, congratulations. How about a little Air 5? Absolutely. And it's our 10th an- episode anniversary. So I got you a little something. Oh. Yes, I know you're a fan of accessories. Uh-oh. Yes, and I know we've been rocking the compression arm sleeve. So I've bought... An- as a anniversary gift, a headband sleeve for you, Sean. Ooh. Your choice. There was two. Oh. Oh, I, I have no idea. We got a... There's like a Digi Camo brown. Mm-hmm. And then we have like a USA Digi Camo baseball headband. I, I think I want the brown one. You're going with the brown I, I'm going to take the brown, the brown one because I could wear that duck hunting. You could. I could. Thank you, Paulo. You're welcome. Happy anniversary, Sean. Thank you. Uh, your gift that we got you from Mexico will be given to you tomorrow. <sighs> Thank God, because I thought you forgot. No, no. It's a lot of people forget their anniversaries. Well, it, it, it's a combo gift from me and uh, the McClure Glad. Oh, so you know we saw it. They uh, the we wanted to go tank top, but you would not believe what we had to do to find a tank top in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, I I just got back from Huatuco, Oaxaca. Oh man. And you are brown. You uh, you are golden right now. Oh, I I was tanned. You know, you look like a nice piece of uh, peppered beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Not as leathery though, right? No, um, no. We went we went down to the Secrets Resort in uh, Huatuco, and I all I can say is if you've never been there, look it up. The place was awesome. I mean, the people were nice. The weather was amazing. Uh, capacity of the resort was only at like forty percent. It was empty, right? Yeah. I saw, I seen pictures of you guys and. It, you were in a giant pool, and no one was there, and yeah. it looked like the best part of the day. Oh, yeah. We were, uh, I don't know. You guys had, like, your Yeti tumblers Oh yeah, that, full of cocktails well, sitting in the pool. See, that was proper planning. The McClurks told I us. I heard to, you planning that. Yeah, the McClurks told us to, to bring those because it's so hot and humid that your ice melts really quick, right. and you have to drink faster, so vis-a-vis getting fucked up faster. So, you know. You wound up drinking more out of the Yeti tumbler, but it was still all good. I just bought my Yeti 65 cooler, and I took it camping when you were gone. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, Amazing. I love it. Shout out to our boy, Chris Joseph. I missed the uh, impromptu bachelor party sesh Dude, at Figueroa. Good times. Good times. Um, hung out with his boys from college, and just a good time. I learned a new sport that I'm pretty good at. Not the best, pretty good. Spike ball. Spike ball. It's one of those beach hippie games. Oh, Chris would oh, be good at that. Chris was okay. Dirty beatnik. I'm first off, we went on a series we we hiked Davy Brown. Mm-hmm. On a like I thought we were gonna try to find a watering hole by Naira and jump in. But Chris is like, I oh, will just drive up to Davy Brown and we hiked it and right off the bat we're going downhill for like the first ten minutes and all I know is that's uphill on the way back. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm definitely uh, all his boys were college linemen. 
Well, I'm sure they're all skinny now. Oh, they look sharp, bro. All of them are skinny. Yeah, they're all like 6'4", six, 6'6". Six, six. Solid. And they're just like 230 jacked. Yeah, looking good. I was like, fuck. How out I'm of place did you? Actually, I was cool, right? For like, I'm like first 15, 20, 30 minutes, I'm with the first pack of guys. I'm right behind. Shit, we're, 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 we're talking, we're singing, you know, good hike stuff. You know, we're, we're rolling maybe 15 deep, maybe a little less, you know, not less for sure. Um, and then I'll, I don't know. If it was altitude or if it was just my weight. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I need a break. And they're so solid. Altitude. They're like, hey, we don't leave anyone behind. I'm like, you guys are really good friends. Altitude, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's up there. I'm not <laughs> The Figaro mountain ranges. <laughs> it's got some serious altitude for you. It was, was the air a little thin? It, it was also hot. Oh, I'm sure it was and hot And we shit. were hungover. Oh, yeah. It's not like I, I brought the, the half-filled McCoy and we oh. drank that the night before. Yeah. Oh, so we were, you know. Yeah, I was bummed I missed that, but I had a legitimate reason for not attending. Yes, you did. You were stuck in Mexico. Yeah. You not know. stuck, but you're enjoying it. There could have been worse things, but Mexico was awesome. That was my first time um, south of the border. Was it? Yeah, I'd never been to Mexico oh, wow. before. Uh, Mexico City, very interesting airport, if you've ever been there. It is the narrowest airport I've ever visited in my life. Really? Like, it's got, like, back alley shops. Just I'm surprised. Was, I, actually, I, I thought it would just be a landing strip. <laughs> For Mexico City? Mexico City's, like, the third. It's huge, actually, right? Mexico City's, like, the third largest city in the in in the in the world. Oh, wow. Uh, we met some kids. We, McClurg makes friends with everybody at the pool. And, you know, over some cocktails, he started talking to some kids from Mexico City. And they said, oh, yeah, it's, like, the third largest city in the world. It's got, like, 25 million people in it. Oh, my God. It's, like, two and a half times the size of L.A. And I thought L.A. was big. Yeah. But flying into Mexico City from Huatuco on the way home, I mean, you get the whole layout. And it is just as far as the eye can see. It is crazy big. Crazy. But, you know, what gets me is... Did you see the big Mexican flag? Uh, I didn't see I it. I thought they had a big... Um, I, there might be, What about I, the eagle with the serpent? I didn't see any of that. <laughs> but what I can tell you is, is the building color choices are all pastel. It's like yellow, pinks, oh. oranges, just everywhere. And it kind of threw me off a little bit. Not used to flying <laughs> were, into... Were you like, is this Easter time? Is it, is it <laughs> April? I'm not used to flying into a major city and seeing a vast array of pastel colors. Oh, man. But if anybody ever gets a chance to go check out Watuco in Oaxaca, I highly recommend it. Um, a lot of the locals refer to it as the hidden paradise of Mexico. That I, Well, we were planning a trip for the DR next, next year, and I was like, you know what? Why don't we just go to Mexico? Yeah. So um, my wife's already looking into possible trips to go back next year to take the kids. You know, we're looking at uh, maybe Tulum or uh, let's see. Uh, Something Mujeres, Playa, Playa, Playa Mujeres, yeah, Playa I know Mujeres. Um, wow, you're picking up this, dude. One week in Mexico, dude. I tried to speak Spanish as much as I could, and it was horrible. But I did my best. What was your bartender's name? Uh, which one? Because there was well, a there, few. Was, there was one where I was like, I was impressed with the way you oh, pronounced his name, R Rigoberto. R <laughs> yeah, he was he was the man. You know, he kept the drinks coming, but he was not as good as our, our waiter that we had several times at multiple restaurants, Ruby Cell. One waiter worked at multiple restaurants? Oh, yeah. They were they were all over the place. Like That's insane. That's so good. Their staff just rotated through because there's like six restaurants at the resort, but they only had three open per day. Well, I swear to God, that place was deserted. I, like 40% capacity. It was awesome. We met 
we met an we met a guy. Well, first we met uh, a woman who was um, her job was planning travel uh, arrangements for people, and she's been to every secrets and dreams, all owned by the same corporation, uh-huh. um, and she she's been to all of them, and she was telling us things about every one of them, which ones were good, which ones were shitty, what everyone had to offer, where the new best thing is going to be opened. Um, and then she has, she introduced us to her boyfriend. His name was Les. He lives in Thousand Oaks. Okay. And he used to officiate WSC college games. So he used to do Hancock. He did oh. Hancock and Santa Barbara city colleges can- from like 1990 to 2000, like 10. Us. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, he, <laughs> so he probably I, said your name. I'm sure. He has officiated at least one of our games. Oh, man, that's awesome. And What are the chances? Right. And he also, the crew he's on does like um, Ventura County, and they just picked up Lompoc. So oh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing him maybe once or twice. That's a horrible way to meet somebody. Because yeah. you know, you're like, it's a great setup. But if, if Josh is on the sideline and you're on the <laughs> sideline and he happens to, uh, imagine if he's our side of official. Oh, dude, he's going to get motherfucked. Bad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, do you want to talk about motherfucked? I need to, we're segueing into uh, Last Chance You. Oh, dude, did you watch the new I've season? I knocked out the whole season. I, I did too. That I was, coach is straight gangster. Dude, he was from Long Beach Cabrillo. Yes, Long Beach Cabrillo. He, well, he coached there. Yeah. He was born in Compton. Well, was White coach, dude. Jason Brown? Uh, 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 JB. JB. Jason Brown. I yeah. think it was Jason Brown. This white guy is the best motherfucker I have, of all time. I have never heard a coach motherfuck his players more than this dude. Right. I, I just found out about motherfucking like three years ago. I'm like, what the hell is that? That's when you motherfuck a kid. When you start cussing <laughs> at him, right? I like we we, we we don't get to do that. No, nah, no. Nah. We don't get to do that. We're in high school. We're in white America. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. Like even his coaches. Oh, his staff. I banged out that whole series in like two days. Like I, oh, I two days. It, I, half a day. I just knocked it out. I thought I thought uh, Buddy, the, oh, the th- EMCC coach. Buddy was, Stevens yeah, from, from EMCC. Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was bad, but this dude, like... Takes the cake. Whole nother level. Takes the cake. Whole nother level. I could not and believe. And he's so gangster. Oh, and he's a white dude. Yeah. I mean... I drive a... I got four Cadillacs. <laughs> I thought of you when he said Cadillacs. Oh, I miss my Cadillac so much. I do too. But the, hey, but he got how many bounce back players? He recruited 30? 32 Division One athletes. It's insane where Middle America City College football is a place for NC2A football players to rejuvenate their careers. Oh, well, yeah. It, it's, it's guys with character issues or academic issues, and they go to these bumfuck areas to play junior college football. And it's it's a eye opener, you know. They're used to the glitz and glam of the big Division One school, but they kind of squander their first opportunity and they get a second chance. It's a, you know, uh, for someone, I'm a huge football documentary fan. Oh yeah, I and watch. after you know, before these last couple of years, you'd watch a football documentary and you'd be like, I'm inspired. Oh totally, I feel good, dude. You come out with with Last Chance You, and it's like it's so cutthroat. And I've told people for a long time. Junior college football is cutthroat. If you get hurt, unless you're a, a supreme superstar at one of these schools, 
Yep. Next guy up. Oh, totally. It's next guy up. Well, it's that way in Division One level too. But yeah, but uh, but with Division One, guess what? They're going to make sure you get a good surgery. They're going to take care of you. You got a scholarship. Yeah, they're going to make sure they get something out of you. Right. It's 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 not a waste, and you're going to get taken care of. You're still going to f- have pride for that school. Oh yeah. City College, Junior College. No. Next guy up. You're not performing. See you later. Totally. You know. I mean. That quarterback, Malik Henry. Oh, my God. What, what an attitude. What a fucking turd sandwich but that did, guy but is. But do you see how much better he, he should, he's going to be a coach somewhere? I, At a junior college. <laughs> I don't know. He I jacked mean, his coach. To all the time. The whole I'm like, time. He started calling plays. I just like, dude. Give me the marker board. Seriously, I, I get it. The football IQ was solid. Yeah. But dude, I was coached by Jimbo Fisher. Like, dude, take it easy. And just, you know... You could tell that his team didn't really have his back. Oh, no. It's like, you're an asshole like that, and you really expect the 10 other dudes on offense to follow you? I mean, come on, man. You know, just it, it, but figure it out. Good good season. Like, But it doesn't make me feel good. Like, It's not the one that makes me inspired to like, oh, oh I took something from that season that I'm going to use this year. Yeah. Did you did you see that extra episode? The extra episode yeah, afterwards? where uh, Isaiah Wright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe Or following Miss Brittany or oh, Miss Brittany. Oh everybody loves Miss Brittany. And she's I, she's probably the most motivating thing. Oh, totally. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting. It it showed everybody that, you know, from the first couple of seasons. Lane Kiffin scooped. He he got what, four three or four guys? Four EMCC guys. He got um And they came, well let's talk about EMC coming back and they won the national championship last two year. Two years two years in a row. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sixty? No, 50, three. I think it's three. No, years. no, no. They lost. They, they they had the fight, mm-hmm. and then they lost one too many games the next season. That this was the first time they. It was like sixteen and seventeen. I think they won it was, sixteen it was and seventeen. Two out of four years, I think. Yeah, some. It's two but out still, of four, or three there. out of four, something up there. And like, he, Buddy Stevens was saying how this past this past team like had no issues, N- none. They like, were, well, I think when cameras will do that to uh, you know, it's unrealistic to be on a reality show. Yeah. You know, that's I was talking to one of my uh, friends who follows UFC, and the Ultimate Fighter is going away, and it's well, they have a new Dana. I think this is the second season. They have a Dana White, uh, fight, uh Tuesday night fights, uh-huh. and it's probably the same guys who would be on the show, but you don't follow them. They're yeah. not living in a house. Yeah, they're not away from their teams and their families. Yeah, there's no drama. There's no drama. It's yeah. just good fighting. Yeah, and so that's what the UFC needs. Yeah, he's like I don't because I'm sick of the reality show. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see That's, that shit. Uh, like 20 people stuck in a house. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to see that shit. Um, but, yeah, the, the last chance you, I, I binge watched, and it was well worth it. Well, you know, and I'm, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to binge watch it. Guess who's got a new reality show uh, for a well, docu- football documentary? It's on Max Preps, Dion. No. Trinity High School. Yes. No. Oh, I'm excited, bro. It's <laughs> on Max Preps, so it's not going to be too bad. Oh, okay. It's going to be... You know, it's going to be, hopefully it's that inspirational football documentary I need before I get into coaching. Yeah. Because we just had our dead period and we're getting ready for summer camp. Yeah. Mon- Monday, Monday we're passing starts. passing out gear, full gear. Monday starts the 2018 season for us and it's full swing. You know, a, lo- a lot of schools are already uh, balls deep into it because they take their dead period early in the state of California. You have to take a f- three, four week dead mandated dead period where there's no contact between coaches and players and i ran into my kids at panda express i don't even look at them (laughs) yeah right it's like (laughs) avoid at all costs no but yeah and then it's you know it's tough uh with the changes in summer football 
in California. Yeah, no. With no more double days. No double days. Well, like, if you do have a double day, you can't have a double day. But it's every other day. And it's a non-padded. Yes. Right, I think. I mean, the way the way I think about it is is back to back in my day type of deal. You know how everybody reminisces back is those double days, those week to week and a half of two-a-day practices was kind of a badge of honor. You know, right. you had to go out and grind. You're you're up, you had an eight o'clock practice. And it's cold. The grass is I wet. I hated morning full contact practice. And it's wet out in the morning, but then it gets super fucking hot. Oh, and then it's miserable. And then you have a short break for lunch, and you're all tired. You, I, that was one of my favorites. It was like, hey, one of the uh, in my uh, Live Oak, one of the community restaurants would provide a lunch each day. Oh, that's awesome. Right. And so it'd be like, oh, we get to eat. That's, cool. We get together. Yeah. Think, you know. See how we did it was is. Uh, the community lunch was provided by uh, the Pena household. We all went to my cousin Eddie's house. We'd sit and it was back when Nintendo 64 was big. So we played Mario Kart. Uh, no, Goldeneye. we played Goldeneye or Le- uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I could still, I guess it's a level, the first level in Goldeneye across oh. the dam. Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat. Totally. I guess I, I don't play video. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I can knock that out right now. Oh, that was that's still one of my favorite multiplayer shooter games. Oh, like, we'd have four screens going. It, th- it was going. the first one where you could point and run in a circle, remember? <laughs> and that's all you would do. <laughs> uh, we had some epic games. Like, in from the hours of, like, 11 to 2, that's what we were doing. We are lying oh. on the carpet, relaxing next to a fan. It was never real relaxing. No. I mean, it, it was the worst thing you could do in between practices. Oh, yeah. We'd sit it and never play video games you and eat lunch. Yeah. Oh, summer. Oh. Bringing back the days, man. But I got to ask you, what is up with the Demi Lovato shirt that you're sporting oh, dude, right I'm now? A, yeah, I'm wearing a, I, I love Demi. I became a huge fan, like, you, the last you, three weeks. So you, you see that me and Elise... Uh, my wife, we watch singing competitions, like a two or three TV shows we watch a week. Yeah. We watch the my new favorite one, DJ Khaled, Puffy, and Megan Trainer, The Four, and on Fergie. She, you have to watch it. It's hilarious. You have to get three votes, and the stage has three rings. And every time a ring lights up for them to like have a challenge, she does a spin move. And I just like Fergie. I like DJ Khaled. Hilarious. <laughs> Great beard. Great sayings. And another one. Another one. I like, my favorite new one that he says, like when it, he goes, it's a cold world, bundle up. <laughs> it's stupid. He's, he's got the air horn going. He lights a candle. Um, we watch America's Got Talent, all these, right, singing. And these songs come up. And we're like, oh, that's a pretty good song. I wonder who sings that song. And like four of these songs are Demi Lovato. We're like, wow, that's kind of good. I was like, yeah, but she probably doesn't write the songs. At least looks it up. She writes the songs. I see Demi Lovato playing Paso Mid State Fair. Her and uh, it's my wife. Oh, people hate on her. I was one of the first people to find out about her. Remember when I first moved into town like six, seven years ago? I was like, oh, Iggy. Between you and Josh. Me and Josh, you're right. And I, he, he knows how to find uh, early artists. He's always on the on the sticks looking for for new music. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm like, hey, it's my wife's birthday. I'm like, hey, I buy tickets for her and her mom. Okay, my mother in law. Yeah. So they go, they watch the show. Elise loves it. She knows the songs already. You know, I say, hey, all I want is a shirt. You know, so I get this awesome 2X, Demi Lovato, laying on the bed, lingerie shirt. Yeah. She's hot. I like it. Then she my, goes, wife, my, my, my mother-in-law's like, oh, she's so talented. What an awesome young lady. And then she right? goes and ODs on heroin. ODs. 
After what alleged six years clean? No, she she. I think she relapsed earlier this year too. Oh. But she didn't OD. Yeah, that's. Hey, but you know what? Let her go. Let her. She could be a legend. <laughs> Remember when we had that conversation in your car on the way oh, back from playing I hoops? No, right? and we were who was it? Uh, Scott. Um, uh, it was right after. Um, well, Prince died. Prince died, and, and so we started talking about musicians who OD'd and passed away. Right. Yeah, it was right after Maynard. Chris Cornell. Cornell. Chris Cornell died. Maynard's um, still alive. Huh? Maynard's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> but we were we just randomly talked about it and you know it's yeah. like and we're like, oh no, he's still alive. And then we I I I, I Googled it and in the car on the way home and I was like, Oh no, he's dead. And it was the day he died. Yeah. Within like twelve hours. I was like, What the hell? It was super creepy. Yeah, we banged we we nailed a lot of the people on that list. We, that almost died. all of them. We forgot a couple, I think, but that didn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, there was a you know, she could be one of those artists. You know, but no, one, no one stopped uh, Bradley from Sublime, right? And he's a legend. Yeah, um, yeah. Just that was the most random conversation ever, and then it turned into like just this big long talk about all these artists that had died via overdoses yeah. and things like that. So Demi Lovato. That's why. And you know what? Guess what? I'm still rocking the shirt. I love the song. Sorry, not sorry. No. Okay. I'm. You know. But yeah. <laughs> Back to summer football. Yeah, let's 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 get into the show. Um, I'll go first. Uh, starting lineup for me. I'm gonna go with a guy that's on my fantasy baseball team. Uh, Corey Dickerson, starting outfielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Got to represent the Pirates. Oh, RR. You know, and we've already made one mention to a pirate team, which is. Uh, the Independence Pirates from Last Chance U Season 3. A lot of pirates out there. A lot of pirates. Um, Corey Dickerson, you know, for the week, he's 11 for 22, hit four bombs, 10 runs, seven RBI, stole a base. On the season, he's hitting like 318, uh, 11 home runs, 44 RBIs, scored 50 runs, stole like six bases. The dude was a mediocre player in Tampa Bay and... You know, kind of doing some big things this year with Pittsburgh. So, you know, he's going to start on my lineup. And he's been sitting and he's sitting on my bench on my fantasy team. Kind of bummed about that. He would really give me some separation in my tough matchup this week because I'm my my fantasy partner and I can. We're playing the number one team and we're the number two team this week. We got a slim lead for the uh, the long week, being that it was the all-star week. Oh, okay. So was that easier for you guys when you were in Mexico? Because your Wi-Fi sucked. Oh, it was so bad. Did you just have to rely on your partner? Um, well, see, it's a weekly lineup. Did, did so you lean on him? No. <laughs> see, we. it's kind of like the uh, Ronco set it and forget it. <laughs> um, so Put it in the oven? It's It's a weekly lineup. So you set your lineup, and it's the same for the week. Okay. Um, but he's sitting on my bench with hitting 500 for the week and four home runs it just kind of needling me needling me a little bit it's like damn put him in coach should have put him in yeah put me in I, coach i like how he's in your starting lineup for the the podcast yeah, but, but not in your not in my your fantasy. fantasy what a loser coach yeah. you are hey but uh, just a side note how tasty is is the cocktail we today? went back to the dickle today and oh, yeah. we went all uh manhattan's manhattan today i'm loving it it was a little harsh at first but you know once that big cube starts to melt a little well, bit well i love how you could wait watch whiskey open up mm-hmm. and it just gets so good oh it's very tasty i like it very tasty oh. Th- big shout out to dickle again Dick- dickle dickle sour mash so, so so we've had let's go down the list okay makers dickle buffalo J- trace yes 
Hatfield McCoys. Okay, where is Dickel for you? Is, I'm, are they? Is it topping for uh, your for cocktails? Uh, it's it's a solid number two for me. Are we going makers? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the makers. You see, I like makers uh, also for the cocktails, but I think I'm gonna take the Dickel straight up when I drink it. If you're when gonna I drink it neat, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I and, and makers is right below it, but I you know it could be because I just drink so much makers neat. Yeah, that it's. Look, whatever to me. Yeah, I mean, it is whatever to me. Yeah. It's it's it's. But yeah, good. And you are just getting better, by the way. Yeah, you know, we need we, we, and with our lack of bartending equipment. <laughs> Sean makes our drinks today with a solo cup, a twenty ounce mason jar, and a, a butter knife. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I definitely went MacGyver on it. You know, Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson style. Um, I'm like, is he bringing duct tape into this? <laughs> I'm, I almost had to. We had a leak. <laughs> there was a leak. So, I was like, oh, that's good whiskey. Yeah, but it, it's it's a tasty cocktail. You know, the, pre, the pre-show the pre cocktail is a must for us. Oh, you I'm know. so glad we didn't start early because the cocktail wouldn't be as good as right now. Yeah, you know, it's definitely it's definitely feeling feeling better. Oh, yeah. Uh, who you got in your starting oh, lineup? Oh, my starting lineup is New Zealand Rugby Sevens. Ooh. This last weekend, they had the World Sevens in was San it, Francisco. It wasn't. Don't they normally have that in uh, Las Vegas? No, it rotates. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have had it in Las Vegas, but um, they played at AT and T Park, where we have watched uh, Chris Joe. Chris Joe played Florida State. Momos. For, oh, who, Momos. I, I know the game. Fuck the game. Momos was the shit. Oh my gosh! But we, at Great Bar, right outside AT and T Park, legendary drinking session. Um, but no, New Zealand. Who is a front runner anyway? Right, yeah. men and women's back-to-back champions. Really? Yes. Did our girl play? She's playing. She played. She crushed. Well, it was Portia uh, Woodman, right? Yeah. Her highlight film is awesome. Oh, if if anybody has any questions on who this woman is, I highly suggest you. We'll we'll, we'll put uh, her highlight film on our Instagram. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this woman is phenomenal. She's not bad looking. She's, yeah, she's got um, long black hair. She's built speed like speed demon. She's she built tackles like a brick shit house. She, uh, the 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 part of the highlight film where she she lifts and carries oh I the knew. chick is like wow. She, she's like your prototypical goal line back. Yeah, she could play. I, I'd like to see what she could do uh, in the Legends Women's League. Oh, football. Dude, she'd ruin chicks. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't and think she's got any, wheels. I don't think anybody would catch her. No, but yeah, just New Zealand. Yeah, it's the, it's those crazy kiwis. They're the only team to. Do the haka and win. All these other teams are doing hakas. Hawaii does a haka. Fiji, they get blown up. Yeah. Football, even the New Zealand basketball team, don't do the haka, guys. Like, I know it's your tradition, but you, you get blown stink. out. You, you guys, guys stink. stink. But when you play rugby and you're from New Zealand, you wear the, the silver fern and you're wearing black, you do that haka, it's the most intimidating thing. Yeah. The women are called the black ferns, right? Uh, yes, black ferns. So, but they are just phenomenal and just and fun the, to watch. And like, the youth team is the baby blacks. Oh, look at you got got the info, huh? Mm-hmm. I think we are we both jumping on. Uh, I, I, I'm my wife is Kiwi, so you you already I'm part of it. I'm I'm, I'm you in. have to be because your son's part I have a Kiwi. jersey. I got I got so much gear. You, I married into and you married into it. You have one child already that's part Kiwi. Did you, you see got his video one? when he does the haka? Yeah, he's I getting it, bro. He's getting it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he darkens up a little bit. He's got, he gets some color. He's not you right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I've been in the sun for a week straight with my shirt off. But, hey, you know, a lot of things can happen over time. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I, you know, uh, with, you know, with uh, summer with pads coming on, you know, for our high school teams and how we teach kids to tackle rugby style. Oh, and it's that's been a game changer for us for sure. It's like less missed tackles, less injuries, less head injuries. And just, Seattle was the the pro team that brought it yeah, on. Yeah, right? the Seahawks were the ones that first implemented their their tackling system, and they really worked with uh, Rocky Sato. Um, he was a, a an assistant coach in the Seahawk program that was I want to say he played rugby. Well, I'm or, sure you know, like recreational. Yeah, and you know he really developed a style of tackling which was more beneficial in terms of efficiency and injury. Well, I, I think they 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 didn't know it was injury resistant. It was just the way they tackled, it and it just the number showed. Oh, it, it's like uh, and with the Seahawks and their defense doing what they did. You know, you know, I know they've had a couple rough years the last two years. Yeah, but the five previous six previous years. Well, yeah, Legion of Boom. Oh, totally. I mean, Legion of Nothing now, but it's. It, it, the numbers don't lie. It's it's the analytics. It's like the baseball analytics for football. Right. You know, you, it's money. It's money ball defense for football. You cut down on the missed tackling. I mean, and and that's a big thing at any level. Missed tackles are a fucking killer. Oh yeah. I mean, you you create, even at, our, at the high school level. Remember, we had like hundred missed tackles. Our our first like our first year of implementing it we had like a hundred like no the year before we implemented it we had over 200 missed tackles collectively as a team the first year of implementing it we had right around 100 and the year after that we had less than 75 and missed the injury tackles. numbers went down even like it was instant for for our program yeah the year before we the year before um like head related injuries i want to say we had like 6 to 8 concussions i i just think it's great because that exact reason, like your kid, you you have a new kid. He's going to be playing his second year of contact football. Yeah, and there's a lot of coaches, doctors. You know, just there's a lot of controversy with letting youth play contact football. And I think this is great. Oh, you I know mean, the the this we're not coaching the same way we coached five years ago. Oh, and we're not we're we're changing the way the game's played because the way we were taught is come get your head across get your head across put your head in there yeah i mean i can tell you at least 5 times where i know i had a concussion oh only one only one on record quote <laughs> unquote which was in passing league but i had more than my fair share well and it wouldn't be you tackling the other guy it'd be your teammate hitting you oh yeah i had I, how many times at least two, at least two bad ones from I, a teammate. I, you know, player on player, you know, or friendly fire, whatever you want to call it, is he like bad injuries? Oh yeah, as you're swarming to the ball, you get multiple guys there, and you're just getting hit from all over. And this, these new techniques, I think, is a they they should show these numbers other than helmets. Oh, I I, I, I think coaching agree. is way more important I, than, than than. Don't get me wrong, the equipment now is it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, if <laughs> jinx. jinx god damn it um but like you said it, it it's the numbers don't lie you look at the production you look at the the lack of injury you know it's just mm -hmm. you know it's it's a safer game than soccer i don't look at i've never wanted to hold my it is as far as that but i never wanted to hold my kid out from playing in a sport if he wanted to play yeah you know I, he's super young he's got a long way from that but that's how i felt you know and imagine what the techniques is way more important. That's where I'm getting at. And I think rugby and the New Zealand All Blacks, who's on my starting lineup. Yeah, it's 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 just it's amazing what just a few tweaks to a very archaic system and just look at what happens. Yeah. You know, it's like people 
parents are so concerned about letting their kids play football that they hold them out. Yeah. And they're so worried about head injuries. I where think you should tell your kid, like, learn. Learn the technique and you won't get hurt. Yeah. You'll be efficient. But that's 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 on the programs it is. that are There's some bad programs it. out there. Oh, yeah, there, there is. But you have you have this opportunity to create a safer environment where, you know, people don't seem to realize that football is not the number one sport for concussions. Soccer. Soccer. Girls soccer. Yeah. Girls soccer. <laughs> so it, it's gotten to the point where they're in the high school game. They're taking a lot of the heading out of the game right. just due to the head injuries. It's insane. So it's like, you know, football Football is really doing its due diligence in creating a safer environment for, so. for everyone. Uh, not getting away from rugby. And I've seen this guy for the last couple of years. You know, because I, you know what, I, I'm you, I'm American. <laughs> I have to say that every time. <laughs> okay, in case in case anybody gets it twisted, right? I'm American. Have you seen the Carlisle guy for Team USA rugby? No, he is the fastest guy in rugby. Is that the black dude, Carlisle? Yes, the black, the black dude that like just goes dust. The, he probably dust. he probably runs four three forty. He is wheels. I uh, you know if. Uh, if if he does anything, you know, I'm sure he's he's a young cat too, right? Ish. I've seen like I said, I've seen early him for a couple tw- early twenties probably. I, I, you know, if he is young, then he's got a long career. But it's it's fun to watch, and you know, I want, I'd like to see uh, U.S. because U.S. rugby is again, it's like soccer. We're new to the sport, but we're still pretty good. We're still pretty solid. You know, we're not an Argentina. We're way South be- Africa, Australia. We're, we're way better spin. in rugby than we are at soccer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think, so. I think it. We have a lot the, of college kids who just played football that are didn't make it. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, and that's a, that's great. I wish I had the opportunity to play when I was young. I think it's something I would do instead of. Well, I play hoops. Yeah, I like playing hoops. But, it's fun, but track. It, yeah, I would have much rather played rugby. It, yeah. it helps you in football. I think so. I mean, you know, and we got a, we have a youth league now in our area. It's helping. So if if any of your kids are interested. Um, one of these days we'll try and get some info put on. We should, our Instagram. We should go uh, film or, or uh, record a rugby game. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. But if if you got young kids, I think it's like eight to sixteen or eight to eighteen somewhere in those. Let them play club rugby, and you know it's it's really great if they're football players. It'll help you with your stamina. Sure, and your I might tackling. have my kid play rugby before he plays contact football. Sure. You know, whatever the whatever route you want to go, it's it's a good yeah, option. It's right there. I mean, so all right, you know, that's our starting lineups. So let's let's move to riding the pine. Sit down. Sit. I'll, I'll start it again. Let's keep this train rolling a little bit. Choo choo. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Carmelo Anthony. Oh, riding the pine. Riding the pine. Why? He went to the Atlanta Hawks, dude. He, people go there to die. Yeah. I mean, they got rid of Schrader, the multicolored hair guy with the blonde streak in the middle. Dennis Schrader, I think his name is. Uh, he, I don't know. He got traded away. I don't know where he went. But they just signed Vince Carter and not, no. I thought Carmelo went to Houston. I just looked up and said it went. he went to Atlanta. No, Vince went to. I just looked it up. Okay. I just looked it up. Type this okay. thing. I, I, you keep on talking. Ty, type it in. Look I'm at going it. To. It says Atlanta Hawks. Okay. If I'm wrong, I'm an idiot. But yeah, I, I, that's all I want to call you. Uh, uh, but, dude, go on. I'm sure you had better opportunities than the Hawks. Vinsanity went there, and I get it. Dude's 42. He He's just trying to extend his career. But, you know, small market, minimal talent. What does that say? We'll bring him... I just looked it up, and uh, according to oh wait oh wait trade to Hawks did they just trade them instantly? 
They waved him and they only waved him and traded him, didn't they? They, <laughs> I think that you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hawk. Okay, good, good for you. Yeah. That was quick. Yeah. Ow. So, it, <laughs> uh, so the, he was he was a Houston Rocket. All the more reason. Oh my god, he's all the okay. More they reason. put him on the bench. I mean, you, you, it's like uh, it's like going to Cleveland in football. You go there to die. Oh, so hey, oh well. T- talking about Cleveland, Kevin Love got resigned. Uh, hey, you know what? Good for him. He deserves it. Kevin, whatever you want to say. They still about have him. a chance in the East because of him. Dude, he's a beast. Whatever whatever anybody says about Kevin. You want Love. a double double? Not animal style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Um Kevin Love is a beast. I don't care. The dude can shoot threes. He's got a decent post. Game. I just want to say UCLA Bruin. He's gonna get you fifteen rebounds a game. Oh yeah. And the dude can play. Um but, but Carmelo, yeah. huh? He's Carmelo, a hawk. A hawk. Look what happened when how Dwight old, Howard. How old are they? How old are they now? Carmelo? No, the, the Hawks' average age. Picking <laughs> up Vince and Carmelo. Oh, they're definitely on. Vince the l- is twenty-one years in. Oh God. Yeah, I, I don't I think even. He's twenty twenty-one because I thought he retired. We put him on. He was on the blowies for a retiree. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming out of retirement. He's trying to pull a Jordan on us. <laughs> I don't know if his numbers are going to change again. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh man! But it's like, come on, Carmelo, get give it a rest, dude. But the Hawks are trying. They're trying to do something. Uh, they're trying to sell tickets. It's the East. So you know what? You might have a chance. You might have a chance. Yeah. I, I, Uh-oh. There goes our makeshift uh, if, if studio. Any, if anybody actually saw what we recorded in, it'd be pretty comical. People want it. People ask, hey, can we watch you record? I'm like, you don't want to watch you this. You don't want to see this. Yeah. But, are uh, you going to be on YouTube? No. One of no, these well, days. Well, well, we, you know, the podcasters show an image, but yeah. you don't want to see what we're recording in. It's a garage. Hey, we're low budget right now, but when we blow up, you know, we'll, we'll remember back to these days and think hey, of I the good want, times. You know, talking about our listeners, I want to thank everybody who has let me just have their phone and, you know, if it's getting an app, showing them how they're like... Podcasts work. You wouldn't believe how many people don't know how to listen to a podcast. Not not that there's anything wrong with that. It took somebody to show me because right. I never knew how to do it. Shoot, I woke you up and said, hey, we're doing a podcast. You're like, what the fuck's a podcast? And like two days later, we're recording our first episode. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, and I agree. I mean, big, big shout outs to all our listeners. You know, we appreciate the, the following. I have strong armed so many of our friends. I'm hey. Like, Let me see your phone. But. And I'll subscribe know, them and I'll download the three first episodes. Yeah, but it. <laughs> Even even so, even after doing that, people are still checking in and listening to us, and they're saying, "Oh, you guys do a great job," and you know we, we appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Little shout out for you guys. Yeah. Who do you, who do you got riding your pine? Okay, well, this is away from sports, but Ooh. you know, for the last seven years or so, probably a little less. I started a little late. I'm going to say four years. You know, this time of the year, I watch Game of Thrones. Ooh. And right now. I'm I'm you Game know, of Thronless. I'm Game of Thronless. I'm in. Got know, another I'm, year, I'm a little depressed. Got another no, year I'm, to wait. I'm, I'm I'm in anticipation, but I'm having withdrawals. Oh, how many times have you watched the series? Uh, at least twice. Oh, I've done like I'm the last season because it was only seven episodes. Yeah, I knocked that out like two three times. Yeah. I'm watching the ice ice dragon. You know, I'm watching. I'm kind. Of, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I almost I like at least has the books, and I'm like tempted to read the books. I started reading the first book. But then I'm like, fuck this, dude. I want to be all in into Khaleesi right now. I want to know what the Lannisters are doing. I want, you know, I want to see. Dude, I am. Shame. I, boobies. There's so much good boobs. It is Lord of the, Ring, Lord of the Rings meets softcore porn. 
<laughs> what did you just do with your hands? I brought it together, you know, you know, <laughs> symbiotic. <laughs> oh, you know, so I, you know, I'm binge watching other shows, but I, I, I want my Game of Thrones right now. I, I wholeheartedly agree, Paul. I, so yeah, they're but right now. A, I have, they're running the pine for a year. There's only, they put themselves on the pine. I didn't do it. Only one season left. You know, it better be the best fucking like bet, six, it, it, six episodes ever. I want to see a lot of dragons. You know, because that's what it is, right? They have oh, to do yeah. all that CGI. They're making it look Jurassic Park legit style. Oh, because this, this series is—I'm going to watch this in 20 years. I'm going to tell my son, "Hey, you want to get that? You know, you want you want to watch a good show? Fucking watch Game of Thrones." And for all you people that haven't watched Game of Thrones, still, you got a whole year to you, catch up. H, HBO Go, <laughs> HBO Go, download it for free. If you don't know how to pirate. Any, Would you stop hitting the table? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, if you, I'm, I'm getting. You know what? They're not going to hear it. <laughs> Randy's such a good editor <laughs> that every time I bang the table and it rings, no one's going to hear it. But yeah, if you don't know how to pirate HBO by now, ask somebody. It's not on. You know, there's still time. Oh, there's a lot of time. So many good shows. What are you? How many HBO shows that I've just crushed that are your favorites? Uh, well, I don't know. Did you ever get into Entourage? Uh, I watched some of Entourage. I, like the first four seasons, I was all about it. Um, I don't know how many actual seasons I've watched, just more so some episodes here and there. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Insecure, the the new one. Um, okay. The chi- the chicks from L.A. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty good. Um, I watched Stan. I want is it Stan? Oh no, it's called Barry. I'm sorry, it's called uh, Barry. Some I think it's Barry. It's with, um, God, what is his name? I can't think of his damn name. He is the goofy brother, in, or the brother-in-law of um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's the guy who's married to the oh. one nerdy chick. Who knows? I can't think oh. of his damn name. Anyways, but you know that so HBO has been just crushing in, what's the TV show, award show? Grammys? Yeah. So HBO is always number one. Oh, they're killing ne- it. N- nope, not this year. Netflix. Netflix, crushing. So, but yeah. So Game of Thrones, on on my bench right now, wishing they they could be a starter. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a good one, Paulo. I'm I'm gonna give you that. You know. Okay, so let's talk it. Well, oh, Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader's hilarious. Bill bro. Hader. That's that's an he's. Bill Hader is one of the funniest guys right now. Yeah, Do you know that he was, uh, for the new Star Wars stuff, he was the voice of BB-9? Or he did, he did the recordings for BB-9 and then the, what's the director's name? George Lucas? No. Steven Spielberg? No, the new kid. J.J. Yeah. Abram. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he, so he asked. Cause the he, Transformer guy. No, that's someone else. Oh, that's, Mike, to, that's Michael Bay. Where's Randy? Yeah. God damn it, Randy. Yeah. Fucking us. J.J. Abram, but he, so he, you know, he's got a lot of stars to fill out stormtrooper suits or be certain characters. Yeah. But he asked Bill Hader to do the the sounds of BB-9. And so, anyways, Oh, that's cool. I, like I, did, I did not know that. Yep. Well, hey, let's get into our blitz period. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty short question today. Uh, you know, as we look at our itinerary for our show... Um, haven't done the blitz period in a little while. Um, I came up with a question today. More, uh, you know what? Theme. I hate that I'm fully invested in my drink, and I'm not focused at all. And you're gonna ask me a serious question. Serious. 
It's a oh. very serious question, okay. but it's it's only a one answer question. All right. Okay. Are, you, are you ready for this? Did you get your mind right? I'm good. All right. Good. You know what? Getting your mind right. One of my favorite coaching terms. Totally. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. <laughs> what conference has won the most Heisman trophies? Oh, God. It seems simple. No, like I'm in between like the Big Ten and Pac-10 or now the 12. Because it, oh. I, 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 you know, I'm going to stick to the West. Pac-10. Pac-10. Incorrect. Oh. What? The conference with the most Heisman Trophy winners is the Big Ten. Oh, God dang it. According to Infogram.com, I'm looking at a pie chart. Big Ten has 19. Not a Venn diagram? I'm a big Venn diagram fan. Well, that's two circles. It's <laughs> I'm only looking you can at do, one. You can do multiple circles. Yeah, but. It doesn't look good. It looks uh, like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. <laughs> For you young guys that don't know what a kaleidoscope is, look I it love up. kaleidoscopes, bro. <laughs> I <used> to... <laughs> That's a subject for another time. Um, looking at this pie chart, it's Big Ten's got 19 Heisman winners. Uh, SEC has 13. Oh, Pac's not even in the top two? Pac-12 has 11. Oh, I'm a horrible guesser, but I, I, I should have just went with my gut. Yeah, you know, you mentioned it. Uh, Big 12 has 10, ACC 8, Notre Dame has 7. And then you got miscellaneous. If there's so yeah, well, well, who what did who won one from a miscellaneous school? Oh, um, I, I don't know why I thought Walter, but he didn't win one. But no. he went to like Southern. Yeah. Has anyone from like the a non-power conference? Yeesh, I can't even. That's think a of great that. question. Uh, for our for yeah, our viewers, yep, there you go. There, there you go. If you can name a Heisman Trophy winner from a non-power conference. Power Conference being the five I just listed off. You have Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC, ACC. Those are the Power Five conferences. Um, If you can find us a Heisman Trophy winner outside of that, then, oh. Baylor? I I know. I I got one. What is it? Roger Staubach, Naval University. Oh, stink. See, I just answered it for you you guys. Never mind. Don't answer. Don't worry. My (laughs) savantness kicked in for once. Well, now that we're on the Heisman talk, is it time for Hold My Whistle Heisman Watch? I, I, I think so. So it's, you know, we're, we, we follow a lot of these now that we have a podcast Instagram that Sean kind of looks at once in a while. And I follow all the time. I need to do a better job on the social media. A lot of these schools have their, they push their, their main guy for the Heisman Trophy, the Dick Buckus Award, the Bernardic Award, the Ray Guy Award. You know, what they, about the Luke Groza Award? <laughs> it was that, that's Place Kicker, right? Place Kicker. You know, these are important. Oh yeah, this, these might get you drafted. Totally, you know, at least in the Shrine Game. Oh, you yeah. want you want to get into that game? You, you want to get into the major All Star Game for college football? Win one of those awards. How much is that game is not more popular? I think it should be because because I think All Star football games in uh, general all around, other than high school. I, I think it comes at a time where everybody's kind of burned out from the long bowl season. Right. You know, everybody's just like, meh, you know, the draft's coming up, but then you got this last game, like you have the East-West Shrine game. Because, like, the, but the Army, All-American, and the, all these, game, these high school games are probably more popular than the, the college All-Star game. Yeah, you know, they're really pushing the high, those high school games yeah. a lot more. It's Well, the, the recruiting is way more important than drafting. NFL's going to find you anyway. Exactly, exactly. But uh, who's on the Hold My Whistle Heisman Watch? Well... The first guy I'm going to talk about 
is probably not going to win it just due to the school he goes to. Uh, well, <laughs> and mean, the position he plays. And the position he plays. You know, um, if, if you haven't guessed by now, you know, Paul and I were on the same wavelength. We only had one guy to talk about before we did a little research, and that's Bryce Love. Dude is ridiculously fast. He runs. He's got a great offensive line. He plays in a great conference. Um, he was second last season in the Heisman voting. He, he, he's, he, he's on track to, to break uh, Stanford career rushing yards. Yeah, he rushed for 2,100 yards last year. But the biggest fault he has against them. He plays at Stanford. He plays at Stanford. He's going to get boned. Yeah. Look at Toby Gerhardt. <laughs> Look at McCaffrey. Look at McCaffrey. You I know, mean, it's, these guys were hands down the best player in the country. Easily. And then the Toby league, Gerhardt in college. People forget because he got washed up in Minnesota. He lost, he lost to Trent. He lost to Trent. Oh uh, no, Christian McCaffrey lost to Trent Rich. No, not no, Trent. It, it was. It was. Anyway, it was Johnny Manziel. He lost to Johnny mm, Manziel. Yes, I don't know. Anyways, it's just been, it's been horrible. It, it's been a lemony snicket, a le, lemony snickets, <laughs> uh, series <laughs> of unfortunate events. Yeah, for for Stanford running backs, you putting up all these numbers and you still can't get the credit. Oh yeah, and it's like, dude, you rest for twenty one hundred yards and you're still not winning the Heisman. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's is it the competition? It's just there's not a lot of uh, West Coast love. No, nah, I mean the college game. And then is, Stanford's like, oh, they're too smart to win the Heisman Trophy or something. <laughs> The, the college game is all like Why? skewed through that SEC. It's like everybody it's, strokes I, off the SEC. They do, and it's just like all oh, these guys and that and blah 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 blah. Funniest thing I ever heard I was at a coaching conference and we were listening to the Stanford special teams coordinator, and he was like, "You know, we don't get the guys that this that the SEC teams do." Um, because you have, you got to be smart to get into Stanford, and you know you got long lists of extracurriculars and not prison rap sheets. Yeah, right. I mean, oh, I, oh they're making it, they're making it into LSU without a rap sheet. Yeah. Oh, ooh. I mean, you know, no offense to the SEC teams, but it's Pac twelve. Pac twelve. You know, there's a little more academic prestige that goes along with getting into those schools. Well, except. When you're from Arizona and you're Khalil Tate. Yeah, but dude, that dude can play. He could ball. You know, but Arizona, yeah, exactly. Arizona doesn't have that academic prestige, but he's on the Heisman watch. Oh, uh, dude, the dude came in last year. He's that spread option read game quarterback with mm-hmm. a fucking great arm. I mean, and, and they he surrounded ran, he him. He rushed for uh, 1,400 yards last year. Yeah, uh, that's that's insane. What did, did, what did he throw for? 15, almost 16. Yeah, that, that, that'll hurt a little bit, but that comes to who you're throwing to. You know, yeah. who's he thrown to? I don't even know his receiver. Exactly. But, yeah. So, you know, he, he's got that Mariota-esque, like, ability. Yeah, they're he, comparing him to, to Cam, Johnny, and Lamar. Like, Okay, I can see the Lamar comparison, but Cam Newton, Cam Newton was just... At Auburn. He was just a freight it, train. Yeah. Um, Johnny Manziel, don't get me started on Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel would run around and throw up ducks to Mike Evans. <laughs> I mean, just ridiculous throws. But, but before that duck came out, it was pretty exciting. His it, scrambling was... His elusiveness in the pocket was second to he none. He just got traded in the Canadian League. How does that happen? <laughs> Tough times. Tough oh, times. Heisman Trophy doesn't, you know. Um, one of my favorite guys, football documentary guy, QB1, I forget what outlet I watch it on, Jake Fromm, oh. runner-up last year at the National Championship for the University of Georgia, sophomore quarterback. Didn't he break a hand or something? He's or? so freaking tough. He, You know what he reminds me of? At least the physicality and the mentality. 
of um, a Timmy Tebow. Not as faithful. You know what <laughs> I mean? Doesn't get a word put in the dictionary for but him. He's got a way better arm. Oh, I complete, you know, completely agree. I, I think he's awesome. I like Jake from he's a come in as a true freshman too. people, you know, talk about to a Tagalogavila and uh, <laughs> no offense to our uh, Polynesian yeah. viewers or listeners. But I like me. I like Jake from a lot. Uh, but the thing with Jake from is the you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt for me, because look who he could hand the ball off to oh, the past couple of years. Uh, I they I love what Georgia's done the last couple of years. Dude, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, I mean what? They're, they're, two first round running backs. It's like, you know, for any quarterback, you all you have to do is turn around, hand those guys the ball, the passing game's gonna open wide up for you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, does that make him one of those elite guys or does that just like kind of elevate him above his status just because of the guys he was handing the ball to. Their right. defense had to respect the running game. So, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting. Another funny one uh, for our Heisman watch is whoever plays quarterback at the University of Alabama. Right. Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Know, Jalen Hurts Jr. or Tua Tagaviola. Oh, very good. Did this sound better that time? Yeah, because you read it. <laughs> when you have all those vowels looking at you in the face. I'm just glad there's no accent marks or right. you know, glottal stops. Umlauts or <laughs> whatever. But um, yeah, that, isn't that funny? It doesn't matter which one plays. Yeah. They're both on the Heisman watch. Well, you, but, well this is only on Newsday. Newsday well, put them both. It's whoever plays quarterback at Alabama. You, you, you've, got, you've got talent all around. So it's But like, it's the same thing. It's like who are they going to hand it off to or is... Is Tua going to drop, you know, drop dimes? They have that one big guy, that Amari Cooper or the Julio Jones. You know, they have that type of number one receiver to throw the ball to. Yeah. Uh, another guy on uh, our husband watch, Wisconsin running back, sophomore, Jonathan Taylor. Well, you know, that just that fits the MO for the Wisconsin running back. Wisconsin Who's, just... Wait, did... Ron Dane went there, right? Ron Dane, James yeah. White. Um, but Ron Dane won the Heisman, though. Ron Dane won the Heisman, and if I'm not mistaken... Ron Dane still has the all-time rushing record. No, it got broken one year after that. Or did he break it from... He broke it from... Oh, who was it? It was back-to-back. It was. It, it lasted a year. And then it... Yeah, Ron Dane, last I checked... Was, what, a, what a tank. Fun to watch in college. Yeah, shit in the pros, but... Well, he went to a... They had running back... Was it New York? He got... Yeah, yeah it was Thunder and Lightning. It was him and Tiki. Yeah. And uh, so here we go. Boomer Sooner. Kyler Murray, hold my whistle, Heisman watch, quarterback, junior. Well, he got drafted for for the for baseball. baseball. Yeah. And he got named the starter, and the dude was a fan. I watched some of his college, high school games, you know, some of the ESPN prep games. They had it on, and the dude can play quarterback. Oh, well, and, you know, he was sitting behind Johnny. Like, this guy doesn't have that much film. No. Uh, Johnny. Baker, whatever, same guy, plays at Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) I think Baker's going to do much better in the pros. I think so, Well, and he's not going to be rushed into the starting spot either. He's looking jacked. Have you seen him lately? Oh, you know, you get in the league, you know, you're getting on that top-end HGH stuff. Oh. The untraceable stuff. We need to have an all-time HGH uh, team. (laughs) Lyle Alzado's number one. Oh, he's got to be starting. Uh, But, yeah, hopefully he does good. I, I, you know, and... I like the program over there at Oklahoma. Oh yeah, um, with the, who's the who's the young guy coach? The what is his name? It's not Bob Stoops anymore. I can <laughs> Stoops see ain't coaching there. No, but they got a nice young coach, and they're 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 they have a nice um, reputation. And I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but 
Well, they lost a lot of guys this well, I'm year. I'm sure. But they so, fill. They fill right oh, back yeah. up. You know, they're one of those programs that reloads every year on top talent. Yeah. Um, but that's just our watch right now. Uh, do, you, do you got any other guys off the top that you really want to talk about? From the cuff? Um, not really. I mean, you know, my my squad, my my team I follow, USC, they're young. You know, they're, they're returning some defensive starters. They're returning a few offensive players. But, you know, they lost... They lost Darnold. They lost Rojo. Um, they still got Cam Smith inside linebacker. Hopefully, he comes back healthy. Um, Secondary is always an issue with SC. You know, yeah. the corners. They give, you got to win games. You, you you can't be a, a mediocre team and, and yeah. really be in the day. They really, especially if you're a running back, especially a quarterback. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm going to run down a couple names. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State uh, running back. Uh, Kelly Bryant from... Uh, and Trevor Lawrence, whoever plays quarterback at Clemson. Right. Um, that, that freshman, though, Trevor Lawrence. Legit. I'd like to see him. He's got that I mean, long blonde hair. And then the, then, the, then there's uh, Nick Fitzgerald, the quarterback from Mississippi State. You got Jarrett Stidman, the quarterback from Auburn. Well, he's what, like a 12-year senior? <laughs> Who was the kid from? Well, there's Jason the, White. There's Well, let's talk about uh, Oklahoma State, the redhead, the ginger that was like Mason 27. R- oh, no, that was uh, Chris Wanky. No. No, that was Florida State. That was Florida State. Yeah, all uh, these old guys that what well, you know some do a baseball tour, try to play baseball. Mason Rudolph, not Mason Rudolph. It was the guy before Mason Rudolph, yeah. wasn't it? Uh shit, he's a backup in the league. I can't think of his damn name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know you got a 27 year old senior. That's huge, just in terms of maturity and leadership. Yeah, but then the, it's never a uh, prolific. Uh, yeah, it never seems to quite quite pan out in the league. Yeah. Uh well yeah Heisman watch Heisman watch that will will who keep... who's your front runner It's got to be Bryce Love I know it's like got to be Bryce Love Do I think he's gonna win it No I think he'll get boned like every other Stanford I, player I, You know I, I'm rooting for him but I'm putting money on Oklahoma Alabama quarterback Whoever wins it and, uh, I, I'm I'm guess I'm hoping it's Tua I you know I don't I don't think so I'm, I, I'm, I I'm, that's how it goes though. Yeah, you know it's gonna sway because media loves Alabama. Yes, they do. You know it's the, it's the golden child. Like I said, of I'm just putting money football. on it. I'm not. I'm again. I want All Bryce right. to win. You heard it here, guys. Uh, Paulo stamping it. Oak or Alabama Roll quarterback. Alabama quarterback. Roll the Heisman already, <laughs> and it's not even August first yet. Um, so let, yeah, let's segue it right into the NFL. You know. Um, we're running a touch long today, but hey, we're, we got some juices flowing. The cocktails were good. Well, it's camp, it's, yeah. You know, we we it's the start of the best time of the year, football time. Everybody loves football. I'm so happy. We've been dragging out with fucking basketball and baseball you for know, the I, last. Thank God eight for months, World Cup this year, right? We had something to talk about. If it wasn't World Cup, oh, we'd be we wouldn't we'd be like, oh, we probably wouldn't have a podcast. Uh, probably not. We'd be playing tiddlywinks or pogs. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> nobody. I, does I had a pod. serious paw collection. So did I. Those long tubes, lava slammers, tubes, lava tubes. Did you have the slammer that like scented slammer with no. the rubber grips? I had the rubber grips. Yeah, those were scented. Oh, I never smelled. But, them. Well, it's because you're dirty. <laughs> uh, says you, the dirty Peruvian. Hey, um, but yeah, uh, let's let's move into a little bit of NFL. Not much, you know. Everybody's starting camp. Everybody's you know getting back into the swing of things. But the only thing that really matters in the beginning of camp is who's holding out. Exactly. Um, and you know, this seems to be the, uh, quintessential figurehead for holdouts is Le'Veon Bell. Surprise, surprise. Was but this his third year in a row of holding out? And they're not giving it to him, right? 
Uh, he Pittsburgh's. He's, he's been franchise tagged the last two years with a one year deal, and it's like last year he led the league in touches, and I want to say but he, he led, needs to get some pay him. I I don't I don't get it. Is I mean, he the best? No. Johnson, Gurley. Uh, like you look at, you look at what's happened to the NFL running back position in the last like three I years. Think it's coming back, it is. That people are starting to draft these three down backs and just featuring them the whole time. This running back by committee is it's almost like fifty fifty now to where it was you know seventy five twenty five where everybody's by committee and then there's only like one or two teams that had a feature back. And now it's like with with Zeke getting drafted, the feature back is making a resurgence. Uh, yeah, I think so. But it, Pittsburgh has always gotten away with not paying people. Yeah. But they kept him after he got suspended, you know, when, when he got in trouble. And they don't keep people. He likes smoking that herb. He, you know, a lot of people do. Yeah. And, a lot of, and, and he's recovered well. He's not pissing hot. Yeah. Pay him. Give him money. Pay him. I, I, I don't know. No, the franchise, franchise tag isn't bad. But it's not you, you never feel you want that security. Long, you want that long term commitment. Three years is all it is, really. You don't need to sign anything longer than that. And especially at his age. Right. You know, it's like Does it need to be a five? No. Or you know, he's never signed a, he's never had a major deal. You know, he played off his rookie contract and then he got franchise tendered twice. You know, he, I think he got like fourteen and a half million last year. Yeah. I mean like, that's a great one year, but what does that say for the next? And is he gonna be a top three pick in your fantasy? Uh guarantee it. Yeah, if not a keeper. Oh, he's going to be drafted top three. Uh, it, it, the way I look at it is, is if I if I'm picking number one in a fantasy draft, just just me. Excuse me. Um, I go Zeke. You know, you know he's going to get the goal line touches. The line's looking good. The line's the throwing lo- game isn't there. Yeah, so he's going to be more involved in the pass game. Uh, to me, David Johnson's number two. Coming back from that wrist injury. Knee. It was a knee. I thought it was, no, he broke his wrist. Was it wrist? Wrist or knee, Whatever. same thing. But the dude's phenomenal. He's yeah. he's going to catch 80 balls. Where, where's Gurley for you? Uh, Gurley to me is number four. And then I take he, I take Le- Le'Veon at three. Yeah. But you see, I like Gurley too because they spread the ball around. Yeah, see, Gurley, Gurley's first year was trash. You know, a lot of height, couldn't quite live up to it, but his second year bald. I, I, now, I, can know, he can he do it again? Back-to-back back is a yeah, tough thing to do, do it again. You know, Le'Veon's a vet. Yeah, so that that's what puts it puts it over the top for me. All right, let's talk about another guy in Atlanta, our big, I think, the best receiver in football, Julio Jones. Julio Jones, I mean. But I, this morning, they said he's attending practice, so. Did he not know. show up today? I, I have I didn't I didn't see anything about Julio today. But it was a question mark. You know, you're hanging out with T.O. in the summer. Yeah, and then it you was don't a big question up. mark. You know, but I think he showed up to practice. Um, see, Julio to me is he's still in that upper tier of receivers, but but you they draft they the Atlanta drafted receivers too. Yeah, they did. And so he might be like, huh. um, you know, they got Muhammad Sanu, and then they took the uh, uh, who really? did they? Huh? No. Yeah, yeah. They took yeah. they took the Alabama receiver. Um, so it's like Julio's always one step away from an ankle injury. It seems that he's got something that holds him out at least two to five games every year. And the, don't get me wrong, the production is there. It's just he can't seem to stay on the field. Yeah. And in the, but this is also a contract year, right? Uh, yeah. So it's it's, it's one of those things. That's why you, you got to play that game if you want to get paid. Yeah, you got you. You got to let them know, like, hey, 
this is it. Like, I'll show up, but you better pay me. And then yeah. it's going to be quick. Leave the question up to him. You know, you, you want you want a guy like Julio to stay around because he's still going to be, I think he's got, he, uh, he's worth a five-year deal. Oh, totally. I, I completely know. agree. Uh, let's talk about LA, the Rams. We got uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I mean, the dude is a nightmare to block I in the it. interior. I, he's so mean. He's, I love it. He's in Dominican Sioux, right. but more refined. You know, he he's more versatile. And, you know, he doesn't quite do the super egregious things like curb stomping people and just late hitting. He does some of that, but it's not as bad as, like, the Indomitian yeah. stuff. But he's holding out. Yeah, I mean, he needs to get paid. Right. I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year or Defensive Lineman of the Year. Well, every I think the uh, L.A. Rams won every award. I think so, too. In the NFL awards. So. Yeah. Uh, out of Oakland, Khalil Mack, linebacker. <laughs> How does that guy not get paid, dude? Top Pay five, top, top five pick. Pay him. It's like, dude, are you trying to lose your best defensive player? I think the Raiders. You know, I, you know, with the coaching moves and everything, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. But it's you know, you like again, you have to hold out to get paid. Yeah. Uh, we got Carl Thomas, Seattle. Earl Thomas. Earl, well, it's a, yeah, yes, I said Earl. Yeah. Is it my <laughs> your writing looks like Carl? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Earl Thomas. Don't pay him. Uh, I, I just I, I don't see him getting a deal. Tri- he's got to go somewhere else. I, I think he's going to be time. one of those guys that has to move along. Yeah. And he'll get picked up for a couple years. And the dude's a phenomenal player. Phenomenal. He, I, he w- He's awesome. But I don't know if he's the same player he was three years ago. Not. I don't think so. But, you know, he's the only remaining member of the Legion of Boom left on that team. If you, you know, just cut everybody. Start fresh. I mean, Richard Richard Sherman's now in San Francisco. Cam Chancellor retired. Yeah. Um, Earl Thomas is holding out, and then they had like Brandon Browner and uh, what's his name? Forty one. Uh, oh. Maxwell, Baron Maxwell. So it's like Seattle looking real weak in the second. I, you know, I, that's one. You know, the first three guys we said, you know, you got to keep them. This guy, I, you know, I think it's time. I think it's a smart move. Greener pastures. Yeah. You know, no, it's better for him. I think it, I think it works out better yeah, for him in the he end. He goes to a program where they could use him still, you know, nickel packages, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm he, sure he, could be, he could be that sub package guy or the nickel package guy. Is he an every down guy? Uh, it depends on his health. He's not super old, but it's just, you know, he's had a few injuries that have, you know, cost him a lot of game time. But the dude is ridiculously smart. And on the fly, I don't think there's anybody better at adjusting. And he's a great tackler. Yeah. So it's like, hopefully, either he gets paid in Seattle or he goes to a place that's gonna that's gonna pay him. Yeah. So let's, that's our that's our holdout list. That's our holdout list. Let, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit for our last topic of the show today. Um, you know, Manny it, Machado. It's the, been a week. It's been a week in L.A. Seven from, days. Seven games. Manny Machado in in L.A., you know, being in the Central Coast area, we have a lot of Dodger faithful. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, you know, me being from the North and I am a Giants fan, I'm kind of jealous about this pickup. Well, I mean. And it's it's paying off, right? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, let's see, they picked him up the 20th. He went in a three-game series against Milwaukee. He went three for eight. Five for thirteen. He went five for thirteen uh, in the Milwaukee series, and then he had uh, subpar performance against the Phillies. And then he hit his first home run with LA today. Um, but the dude can rake. He's a phenomenal player. I mean, 
the Dodgers add a huge bat to their lineup in a, in a position they really needed to fill, the shortstop position. And the dude can play third. He can play shortstop. I mean, I'm sure he can play some first base. The dude's got range. Versatile. Oh, totally. I, you know, but you know what isn't really impressive about him? His hair. You know, I've, I've been, you see a lot of Manny Machado on TV the last couple of weeks, and his hair is jacked. <laughs> you know, you're making all this money. Go see a good barber. Okay. I mean, he's in L.A. now. No, I mean, take him to Kings. Right? I'm, sh- I'm sure they'd line him up good, hit him with that fade. Um, but it's like, what, what, a, what a culture change for Manny Machado. You're coming from fucking Baltimore. To L.A. To L.A. I mean, it's like... It, what's worse? Well, LeBron could deal with it because he's LeBron. Yeah. But <laughs> Cleveland to L.A. or Baltimore to L.A.? Oof. Both of them are good moves. Oh, you know. You're trading shitty-ass winners <laughs> for Sun and... Great weather oh, year yeah. round. He's gonna love it. Totally. Yeah, so we're gonna keep on following Manny and see how he does uh the rest of you know, you know one uh, week down. Yeah, you know, it's it's kinda of like the presidency. There'll be you know, when uh every president gets elected, they'll be like, Hey, the president in his first hundred days. Right? You know, there there's gonna be that uh that me- that litmus test, that measuring tape of, you know, where he's at. But, you know, good for the Dodgers picking up picking up the I didn't see him going to LA. No, we, we well we reported New York. I thought he was going to go to the Yankees, and you know there we're was, not. We're going to be we, well, just for our listeners out there, we're potentially actually going to be getting press passes, potentially, potentially, like and if we don't we, know once we get those, we cannot report false news. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we can. It'll be funny. Yeah, you know that's that's what we're good at. Yes, but. You know, good for him. Good for L.A. You know, I still think they're weak in the pitching department, but, you know, we'll, only time will tell. Hey, I got a question for you uh, talking about baseball. Um, seeing they got the Hall of Fame inductees coming up. Mm-hmm. Where is the Baseball Hall of Fame? Is it in? It's in uh, It's in Cooperstown. Cooperstown, yeah, Cooperstown Ohio. Ohio. That's right. Exactly. All and of so, them. And then and they're all in, in uh, Canton is football. Canton's football. So they're both in there, right? Yeah. And those are both coming up, right? Yes. We should do a Hall of Fame, Sean. Oh, I think so. I think we just came up with our next episode. Episode? I just want to. I want to throw out my nominees right now. For your future? I well, just for for our first for the hold my whistle, Hall of Fame. Little teaser pick for. I'm Hall gonna of Fame. I'm gonna nominate some people. First off, our fans, our original fan base. You're nominated for the hold my whistle Hall of Fame. Good pick. Good pick. I'm gonna nominate you. Oh. You're half the beginning of the Hold My Whistle Hall of Fame. So does that automatically put you in for nomination? I don't know. I'm, I can't nominate myself, obviously. <laughs> so are you looking for me to nominate I, I, you? You know, but what, if you don't <laughs> nominate me, I might throw a T.O. And <laughs> you Not might nominate up. me, I won't show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better because we're at your house. Yeah. I'm just going to walk in, into my into my bathroom. <laughs> you sit, I'm going to throw a fit. You're going to go do some sit-ups in your driveway? <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to do some sit-downs. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Get your popcorn? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Man. But, uh, yeah, if you have any nominees for the Hold My Whistle Hall of Fame, those are my, my, my two. And I might throw in an athlete. A real athlete? A real athlete. <clears throat> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with it. Do you know a baseball player? It doesn't have to be baseball. Why does it have to be baseball? It could be any other thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have my favorite athlete of all time? Is Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan's a nominee for the Hold My Whistle <laughs> Hall of Fame. I don't think that works that way. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Not the Hold My Whistle Hall of Fame. There's no one in the Hall of Fame right now. It's an empty room. 
We're about to fill it. Oh, we should, but we'll save that for another time. Okay. Anyways, we don't want to go ro- ruining all our good ideas <sighs> right now at the end of the show. Anyways, but I, I like how you're hesitating on nominating me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just give it to you. I mean, holy shit! I, don't, I have to earn it. <laughs> you got to prove your worth. <laughs> uh, but I think that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Um, you know, first time back after a little... 10 episode anniversary. After after a little hiatus, you know, we pumped out some content before I went on vacation. and right I think the boys are pretty successful. I do too. Uh, they seem to get some good feedback. Uh, the, viewer, the viewers seem to respond to it. I uh, got a few downloads. Um, if you haven't checked us out yet... You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music. Um, still working on Stricker. Um, Stitcher. Stitcher. I always say Stricker. Yeah. Probably uh, because we're not on it yet. No. Uh, um, we're going to be on YouTube and stuff. We, well, we, we have a actual whole name whistle email now. It was super difficult to get. It wasn't, but we're going to use that and get that all set up for everybody. So. Yeah. So, and so, then on the horizon, we're still looking at, uh, producing some merchandise. Uh, we got some shirt designs in, uh, the beta process right now. You know, we're, we're working it through, um, follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, give us a shout out, tell us what you think, good or bad, you know, we'll take it. Uh, just keep tuning in. You know, we appreciate the fans we have always looking for new ones. Um, let's get this thing going. Yep. Well, Hey, big out shout outs to sleeves for our cool headbands, Dickel whiskey. And you know what? I'm going to just throw out Yeti cause I want more coolers. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hit the music. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm gonna show you how to do it and we start real slow. You just put your lips together and you come real close. Can you blow my whistle?